0: At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people
1: in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. You may not know where or how to begin to start a regular exercise routine or the best way to safely and effectively step up your current workout, but for women, this is more important than ever. My guest today is Gail Erickson. She's a physical therapist with the Penny George Institute's Live Well Fitness Center. Welcome to the show, Gail. So when we're talking about exercise, people hear that word endorphins, the feel-good hormones. What kinds and types of exercise create those hormones?
0: Well, typically, I mean, it's, it, it's anything that's going to get your heart rate up, you know, so it could be strength training if you do more of a circuit type of a thing where you're going to get your heart rate up and keep it up, meaning you're not going to take long extended rest between what you're doing, um, you know, or cardio exercise, something that gets your heart rate up and, and keeps it up for 20 minutes, 30 minutes at a time.
1: What about for mental health? As women, gosh, we're under a lot of stress these days, Gail, and we negative self-talk ourselves till we're blue, and we're taking care of everybody else. What do we need to know about taking care of ourselves and using exercise as a way to sort of reduce our stress?
0: Right. I mean, I mean exercise is, is really important in managing our, in our stress and just to keep us feeling energized, you know, most people think, oh, gosh, I'm so tired. I couldn't possibly exercise. That's going to make me more tired. When, in fact, it will do just the opposite for you. It will get you get your heart pumping, get you moving. Um, that usually helps to release some of those feel-good hormones, which, you know, can help you feel better and more energized throughout the day, um, you know, in addition to many other things that it can do for you. It can help you with memory concentration, Um yeah, it's just, you know, it's a great overall mental health tool.
1: So, the American College of Sports Medicine has an initiative called Exercises Medicine. It's a global health initiative calling on doctors. And people such as yourself, experts, to use your prescription pad to write an actual prescription for exercise. So tell us how you are implementing this kind of initiative at the Live Well Fitness Center, and what you're telling clients about the importance of exercise as medicine.
0: Right. Um, I, you know, I do I do a fair amount of talking to people about exercise is medicine um And really teaching them that exercise can be your medicine. it can be instead of taking pills you, of course, you always need to get your doctor 's permission before you stop taking any sort of medication um, but it's very it's it's very important to get that message out to people so they realize what it can do, especially for some chronic diseases um you know, and the, the hard part is the communication, is really the communication between someone like myself who helps people design an exercise program and the phys- physician themselves. You know, so it's, it's working with that communication to um, get the doctors to, instead of them just saying, oh, you should get more exercise, to writing something specific down for them or seeing if they can get them off to a, a community exercise facility where they can spend more time with that person and really help them figure out what should I be doing? Because there's so much information out there that it can get kind of confusing.
1: Well, that's the whole key right there is people have been asking me for years and you as well, what should I be doing? When we tell them, when you tell them what they should be doing, what do you tell them? Because they're looking at all this equipment or maybe there's someone that wants to work out, you know, outside or at home. What do you tell them as their first best way to get started?
0: Um, the first thing I will tell somebody is you need to begin where you are. So what that means is, you know, everybody is going to be at a different place as far as their activity, their exercise level. Um, you know, ideally, according to American College of Sports Medicine and American Cancer Society and all these big organizations... The ideal is to get at least 150 minutes of cardio work at a moderate to high intensity um, or 30 minutes five times a week and to do strength training twice a week. Now, that's a really huge leap for most people to take if they currently aren't doing anything or not much. So we kind of talk first about what are you currently doing? Are you walking? Are you doing any strength training? And then... Really making some small changes so that they can maybe maintain those changes over time. If you tell someone you need to go and work out 30 minutes five times a week, they might make it for a week or two and then they're typically going to drop off and go, oh, too hard, can't do it. So really making sure we know where they're at and bumping them up slowly and adding a little bit of activity at a time.
1: Can they do a little bit of activity at a time? Gail, can they break up that 150 minutes that ACSM recommends? Can they break that up into short 10 minutes or 15 minutes, or do they have to do the whole 45-minute kind of thing and one lump sum?
0: No, you can absolutely break that up. Again, that will depend on a person's um, level that they're currently at. But, yes, you could take and do 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, or two 15-minutes, you know, and it could be dependent on, again, your fitness level or just your time. If you don't feel like, boy, I I don't have 15 or I don't have 30 minutes or 45 minutes to commit to exercise. Well, maybe you could do 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the evening. And, it, and it's all going to be helpful. There's nothing magical about doing that 30 minutes altogether, unless, of course, you're training for something that requires endurance that you need to keep doing that exercise. But health-wise, you can certainly break that up.
1: And women hear bone density. They hear heart health and heart disease and breast cancer and all these things as we start to enter menopause. How can exercise help women in menopause? Because that's the time that they feel a very low amount of energy. Their hormones are switching around all over the place. What do you tell women about the ways and the motivation to exercise as they're going through peri and menopause.
0: Right. I I think first they have to they have to know what can exercise do for me if I am going through menopause, both for the, the short term and the long term. Um, because exercise can and help can help improve your your bone health, which of course we start to lose some of our bone strength as we get older and start going through menopause, we start to lose muscle performance. We start to gain fat and we lose muscle mass. Our triglycerides go up. Our cholesterol goes up, which increases our our heart risk, our heart disease risk. And exercise can hit all of those things. It can help to kind of moderate your hormones, uh, estrogen being one of them. Um, Because exercise, especially some cardio exercise, is going to help with um, decreasing your, your fat That's where most of our estrogen is stored, is in your fat. So by working on cardio, you're going to decrease the fat, increase the muscle, which decreases your estrogen levels, which hopefully then kind of helps you moderate um, possibly hot flashes and some of those other uncomfortable things that come along with menopause.
1: And it certainly can help with those things. So tell us about the Live Well Fitness Center and how a person can make an appointment with you to kickstart their fitness goals.
0: Um, it's, it's pretty easy. You don't really need to have a, a referral, per se, to, to see me. Um, I work more like a personal trainer might work in that it's, it's an out-of-pocket payment in order to come and visit me. Um, and you would just make a phone call to the Live Well Fitness Center and, you know, make an appointment for, we'll call it personal training. Um, I do end up seeing people who, you know, have never exercised um, or people who have been exercising but, boy, I've had this you know, new knee that I just got or I've struggled with some back pain and so I'm afraid to exercise or I've just gone through cancer treatment and I'm a little nervous to start getting back into it. You know, so I can help you with all those things in addition to connecting you with um, some of the other practitioners here, which are um, we have a couple of exercise physiologists. Uh, we have a dietitian. And we have many health coaches that can kind of help you make those uh, behavioral changes in all aspects of your life, whether it's sleep or nutrition or um, exercise.
1: So wrap it up for us then, Gail, with your best advice for women and men too. About exercise and exercise as medicine and this initiative, Exercise is Medicine, kind of put it all together for us with your best advice, what you tell people every single day about the importance of exercise and the motivation to get started and keep with it.
0: Yeah, you know, um, it's important to, first of all, start and to start where you're at. Um, The hard part is to keep going. So, you know, talking to people about, you know, using different thought processes, and one of them is to think of exercise as your medicine. You wouldn't stop taking a medicine that a doctor might give you for a particular problem. Um, So sometimes that's motivating for people to hear about it in that way that, boy, this is my medicine and I have to do this every day, whatever that might be. Um, and thinking about exercise in a different way. Instead of saying to yourself, I have to do this, change your wording and say, I get to. So it's a behavioral change as well and thinking that I get to do this and it makes me feel really good. And even saying it out loud to yourself so it becomes more real, um, I found has been fairly helpful with people. Um, The other piece is to physically write down your goals. If your goal is you know, six months from now, uh, you want to either run or walk a 5K, you write that as a long-term goal, but then you have to pick it apart and make it a little bit smaller so that you can say, you know, next week, I am going to walk 20 minutes four times a week and then gradually increasing your, your goal. But to physically have something written down to is helpful for that motivation.
1: Well, it certainly is great advice and something that we all need to hear. Thank you so much, Gail, for being with us today. You're listening to the Wellcast. And for more information on the Live Well Fitness Center, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.